Hello, folks, and welcome back to Stu on This. I'm Stu Bittman. This episode is called, Is the Universe a Friendly Place? Despite lockdowns off and on all year, or probably more likely because of them, lots of folks have continued to stream up to beautiful Lake Tahoe. I can't blame folks at all for seeking out a bit of nature this year. It's certainly been our refuge for most of the year. But along with the mass of people, have become a lot more garbage lying along the trails of my beloved home. And one piece of garbage that is increasingly evident, uh, masks lying on the ground. This always leaves me a bit upset and confused. To me, it's like saying, thank you, Mother Nature, but screw you at the same time. It's as though nature has become something to visit, to escape to, and then otherwise shut ourselves away from and protect ourselves from. Well, there's certainly a lot of that going on this year. Nature has been my refuge, but it's because when I'm out there, I lose myself in not only the beauty of it, but the sense of oneness. The amazing, intricate, and incomprehensible harmony and interdependence and cooperation that's going on out there. And yes, even the evidence that death is part of it all. When we're not out in nature, we tend to watch a lot of nature shows. I'm not sure if you've seen My Octopus Teacher, but that is incredibly beautiful. The other night we were watching a YouTube video about trees and about how trees in the forest are connected by fungus, by fungal threads, what they call mycorrhizal networks. They attach themselves and they spread in every square millimeter of the forest. They attach to the roots of every single plant in the forest and therefore connect the plants in the forest. So they communicate and cooperate. They help each other. They feed each other. It's like one big intelligence, one big inter- internet. Incredible. They not only feed and support and pass on information to members of their own species, but they do that with trees of other species, plants of other species. Wow, and this reminds me of the cells in our own body, 70 trillion cells or or whatever the latest count is. Again, all interwoven by some organizing intelligence, all communicating, 70 trillion cells communicating, cooperating, helping each other, feeding each other. Even when cells die, they pass on information, they pass on nutrients, they, or they simply make room for new life. Well, my worldview says we are just like trees in a forest or cells in a body. We are trees in the universal forest, cells in the universal body. And I decided years ago that although I'm a fairly intelligent person, The intricacies of nature and the universe and my own body even are far too complex and dynamic for me to think I can even grasp, let alone control or dominate or manipulate. I would much prefer to live my life aligned with that incredible flow of harmony and balance and ease and love that is the normal and natural state of things, not only in my body or in a forest, but in the entire universe. For millennia, we've been engaged in the process of separating from all that. I read a book years ago by Fool's Crow, who was a pretty famous Native American healer, and he was talking about the time when the white people were trying to convert the natives to Christianity. 
And the interesting thing was they didn't find any problem at all with the ideas of Christianity. The only thing they had trouble understanding was why the folks were choosing to worship indoors. And time after time, I believe, we've all seen the results of man's interference and attempts to control and dominate and manipulate nature, and and then to try to fix what we've screwed up previously, because now we're arrogant enough to think we know enough to do that. Teacher of mine went to a, a presentation on genetic engineering years ago, and towards the end of it, he raised his hand and asked a question, do you, do you think we'll know more next year than we do now? And the guy said, of course. He said, do you think we'll know more in 10 years? And, and the guy says, well, compared to what we know now, this is incredibly exciting. Yes, we have, we're sure to know a lot more. And then my teacher said, how about in 100 years? And, and the guy said, there's no way of knowing how much more we're going to know then. And my teacher asked one final question. Don't you think we should wait? Well, to me, it seemed as though a lot of folks agreed with me about all this maybe a year ago. And I'm sure that the slow and insidious separation of our species from nature has affected all of us to varying degrees. So I don't find it that surprising that folks are so afraid right now, because to some extent, having separated ourselves from nature, nature itself has become something to fear. As a chiropractor, I used to take care of some folks who were involved in programs that took inner city kids out backpacking out into nature and at first anyway the kids tended to be petrified that's pretty sad petrified of quiet petrified of nature so again it's not so surprising to me that even out in the great open spaces of lake tahoe folks are choosing to wear masks but for me it's a reminder of how separated we've become And every time I see a mask lying on the ground, lying on the skin of my beloved Mother Earth, it's especially disturbing. It's like a dagger in my heart. Because I have trouble not making it mean, like, sorry, Mother Earth, we've got this pandemic going on, and apparently we don't really care about you anymore or need you anymore, because we're relying now more on politicians and their scientists. Well... I suppose we can continue to hide out from nature, but the fact is we're part of nature, and nature is part of us. And when we attempt to hide from it, I believe we cut off a vital piece of who and what we are. And I also believe a lot of us are feeling that right now. A tree that cuts itself off from the rest of the forest doesn't do very well. A cell that cuts cuts itself off from the rest of the body doesn't do very well. In fact, often it's called cancerous. And in that YouTube video about trees, it said that especially when the big trees are threatened, they don't isolate themselves. There's no stop in communication between that tree and the rest of the trees. In fact, there's more because that tree is letting the other trees know somehow. It's passing on information on how to better defend themselves in the future, and it often will sacrifice its own needs for especially its offspring. Trees remind me that not only is death part of life, it can contribute beautifully to life. I know none of us wants to die. I don't want to die. None of us wants to see our loved ones die. 
Of course, we'll all continue to do what we think is necessary to protect ourselves and our loved ones. I'll just close with these words from Albert Einstein because I think they're really prevalent right now. He said, I think the most important question facing humanity is, is the universe a friendly place? This is the first and most basic question all people must answer for themselves. For if we decide that the universe is an unfriendly place, then we will use our technology, our scientific discoveries, and our natural resources to achieve safety and power by creating bigger walls to keep out the unfriendliness and bigger weapons to destroy all that which is unfriendly. And I believe that we are getting to a place where technology is powerful enough that we, that we may either completely isolate or destroy ourselves as well in this process. Hmm. Folks, we still get to answer that question. And it's not too late to answer it in a different way. Still on that. I'll see you next week.